All right, we got a new episode of Tyler Talks to Strangers here. If I look a little bit cleaner, it's because I got a new mic, a little Zoom camera thing here, 1080p, whatever that means. So that should be nice. But if you're uh, on this recording, you're listening to another episode of Tyler Talks to Strangers, the podcast where I attempt to better understand the world around me by understanding those who inhabit it with me. Everyone has a story, but I just have so many questions. Speaking of questions, I'm going off the dome today. There's no planned questions for this man. He's got quite the life story. I'm sure he could talk endlessly. So we're just going to free ball it. We're going to see what happens. Um, so as I always start, if you could describe your life story, I don't know, the three to five highlights, where you're from, what your name is, all that kind of stuff. How you got to a Zoom chat talking to me today, sir? How would you do it? Yeah, man. First podcast, first uh, gone live. So... I'm usually not nervous as shit, but I'm actually fucking terrified. Um, what we need. Nervous I'm more energy. Of a, I'm more of a, you know, just go. Just go, go, go. But if you mm -hmm. say, hey, Rob, come here and go do something. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Okay. So, yeah, man, I'm Rob. I'm from, I'm from New Jersey, man. Um, I joined the Iron Council here with, uh, with Tyler. So that's how we ended up hooking up because he's like, dude, anyone want to do a podcast? And I'm like shit i'm not an entrepreneur but i'm like i'm in Damn. i'm like i'm kind of crazy as fuck so right. let me uh let me see what this can bring <clears throat> so it. yeah life story man is uh i don't know how heavy i want to get into it right now but it's uh a fucking challenge man i grew up in a tough environment you know it was uh definitely tough man everyone's tough is different Mm -hmm. but for me mm -hmm. being tough you know at such a young age man dude i was sexually abused and by a family member and you know you just grow up with with that trauma not having good parents not having any love or affection mm -hmm. constant bullshit in the house so you kind of like are like a boy in the wild just figuring shit out on your own okay. um and then you know over the years i became an amazing baseball player to cover that up Mm -hmm. I became a bodybuilder because I didn't want anybody stronger or bigger than me. And then, uh, you know, suicidal probably 20 years. Mm. Ever since a little boy trying to say, like, you know, if I hung myself in the backyard, would anybody give a fuck about me? Mm. And I probably did that at eight years old. And that lasted, I don't know, 20 years. Okay. thought about the backyard and I thought about stepping in front of the train every day. Um, but I just didn't have the balls to do it because, you know. Mm. my purpose of life hasn't even started yet mm -hmm. uh, i think i think this is going to be my time man so that's it turn my life yeah. you know got some therapy okay. and really worked on that challenge man and, and at 47 years old dude i'm in the best fucking space of my life oh yeah so i'm ready to crush shit man i love that dude yeah, i mean brother. that what you said everyone's tough is different i think that is very true because it's Oftentimes we always say, you know, I got I got a first world problem or something like that. That's the phrase we use. But yeah, it is a problem. You know, I think we can't downgrade that too much because everyone's dealing with their own stuff. Like you said, at an early age, you know, the molestation or whatever it was. Did that that family member ever see prison time or anything resolve in that direction or no? Yeah, it's fucking my brother, dude. He wow. was young, too. He was sexually abused at yeah. camp. Right. And uh, yeah. So it was a whole camp he thing. Was at, he must have been abused at camp because I found out years later, my mom was like, oh, he didn't come home right. 
Mm. So he was always the problem. Okay. Problem, but it was always my mother. That's the biggest fucking piece of shit on right. the face of the earth. So he was abused. So he abused me. Right. And then, you know, it went on from there. Um, Jeez. But yeah, he's a, he ended up going to rehab at 17, drugs, okay. alcohol, bipolar. And he's now, shit, his birthday is two days from now. Wow. He's going to be 52, you know, still doing the same shit. It's about five years older than you, roughly. Yeah. Okay. Still doing the same shit, man. Wow. So I haven't talked to him for years. That that disconnect's been gone. He's on the East Coast? Are you the only person out in the East Coast still? Nah, he was, he's moved back and forth between Jersey and Florida about a hundred times. Okay. And wow. he was homeless in California for a long time, back and forth there. Just a total family mess, dude. So what so, do you attribute attribute your path divergence versus the path he's on? Is that because of therapy, because of baseball, bodybuilding? What what got you out of that compared to where he is now? Do you think what was the one thing? I guess knowing that he had such a tough struggle, dude. And, and you know, I know I didn't want to go that route because I'm like, that's not the route I want to go. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> what's the route I want to go? Right. I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any family mm-hmm. members, parents saying, oh, life is good. Let's do this. Let's get better here. No, it was just nothing but bullshit every day mm-hmm. and, and negativity and nothing positive so i don't know i guess i just um was in love with my grandfather man he, he was the one i really loved i loved him he loved me he used to take me fishing every day man mm. take care of me we used to build remote control cars together um he was my everything man then he died on my the fucker died on me when i was 15 so wow. bad bad time to die due to 15 right those right. are the tough stages of life man um, and I went to just turn into a fucking explosion, a bomb ready to kill, mm-hmm. but I brought it inside and I just saved it. I saved it. And, um, I don't know. I just was um, an amazing baseball player. I just yeah wanted to pitch every single day and be the best I can be. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Cause I've seen and heard other, I don't know, professional athletes talk about the same thing. Like, dude, I was sexually abused. I yes. went through this, I went through that. I became this amazing X, Y, Z to cover right. up and not deal with that hurt. So then it turned into bodybuilding, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, steroids and all, I just didn't get crazy with it because I didn't want to get down that ad- addictive path. Yeah. So steroids, yeah, I dabbled, but yeah. nothing to talk about. Right. Um, yeah. I just didn't want to go that route, man. Just, mm-hmm. you know, finding my first crack pipe, in my in my shirt that my brother borrowed when I was mm. 15 years old. Wow. So okay. Finding cocaine, finding, you know, who knows what. Right. So there was no, so, was there any, you know, motivational or kind of coaches that you had throughout your baseball career that kind of you could lean on for life advice? Anything in that department? Or is it mostly mm, just I I had some guys that liked me. Yeah. Coaching and stuff, but I was so destroyed and yeah. The thing was, as a little boy, I was super shy. Yeah. I would hide behind my mom. You talked about a girl I liked when I was, I mean, little, little, like probably five or six. Right. I would hide behind my mom. I would slide under the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just really, really in a bad spot when I look back now. Yeah. I had nothing good. I, I can't fucking believe I'm alive. I'll be honest with you, man. Mm-hmm. You don't You don't realize how fucked up it was until you really start looking back. 
Absolutely. And so grateful yeah. to be alive, man. And it's on. It's been on. I've been I've been doing a lot of good and helping, trying to get everyone to be the best person they can be. You know, mm-hmm. especially kids. Yeah. Do you have kids yourself? I do. You do. I got okay. a fourteen year old boy. He has his eighth grade dance tonight. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, man. He'll be he'll be fourteen next month. The dude's a fucking monster. Yeah. Plays across, does face off, wrestles. Okay. Wow. Tackle football. Yeah. Nice. I wrestled a little beast, bit. Dude. It's a great. It's a great sport. I learned. Every ounce of mental toughness I ever have today is because of wrestling in high school. So, Amen, brother. Um, that's Amen. A, that's a good exposure for sure to have kids do. I mean, just physicality, the one-on-one. I'm taking uh, some Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons now, so I kind of missed that. I mostly was an ice hockey player growing up, but uh, I definitely missed that one-on-one. So it's good that you're having him do a little bit of both, lacrosse and, yeah. and wrestling too. Yeah. Well, he loves it either way, man. He mm-hmm. Real quick, he he went to wrestling. I said, "Listen, you got to do something in the winter, man. You can't be right. doing nothing. You can't go to the gym. You're too young. Yeah. Mom was busting his balls. So I said, either wrestle or play basketball. And he's like, mm. I'm not doing either. I said, Well, guess what? You're gonna wrestle, and you're just gonna condition and not do any matches. Right. Yeah. Ended up being the fucking champ of the whole tournament oh. at the end of the year, and the, the town champ out of like oh, eight towns. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one from dad i don't want to fucking wrestle man right if, uh well maybe i'll start a match or two sure and all of a sudden he's he's the fucking boss he's the champ i love oh, that yeah, man. Man. yeah brother you just never know where it's gonna take you did so you how far did your baseball career go was that something in college as well no, again let, let's rewind time yeah um the one the one good thing i did have was a catcher okay I had my dad. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the only fucking good thing that he did for me was catch mm. my balls every day. I would literally wait. Sounds weird, street. but yeah, I stand yeah. by. It. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But he did. I wish he would have caught my balls because he didn't do anything masculine for me. Right. I didn't know how to shave. I didn't have to talk to girls. I didn't right. have to jerk off. I didn't have to do anything. Mm, so, right. Like I legit, dude. They weren't parents. They were just mm. adults. Um, but yeah, as far as baseball, man, I pitched every day, dude. Okay. And, uh, I, I was really a solid athlete, even as a little boy, probably 10 years old, dude. I won a uh, MVP of eight states mm. tournament that I was in. Yeah. And I, and I had the chicken pox at the uh, same time. Oh, my gosh. Most strikeouts out of all the pitchers, dude. Most home runs. Right. Yeah, and I was the smallest kid on the, t- the team, too. Wow. Yeah, so, I always watch the Little League World Series, and I'm like, these 12 year olds are throwing like 70, 75 miles per I don't yeah. even understand it anymore, but you know. These dudes couldn't touch me, dude. Like curveball, I would throw it at your face and the kids would be like, Right. And then, you know, um, then it rolled into high school, man. I was I was good in high school too. Mm-hmm. But career stopped when I was like, my friends said, Well, just just be a fucking loser and go to community college. Mm-hmm. We have no money and go work in the mailroom and go from there. And I'm like, all right right i didn't know better so i'm like all right so uh, my senior year of high school i tried my ass off i got straight a's okay um normally i was like a c student d student um the coaches were trying to get me into some colleges but everyone's like dude you got like a 600 on your sat because you just signed your name and walked out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you had shitty grades um and then the second to last game i broke my kneecap Oh. I went to jump for a ball. And my whole kneecap just exploded. Wow. Okay. So parents like, well, fuck you. You're hurt. 
you're done and right so yeah i would have been somebody dude i I was that good yeah that's the thing you just there's so many so many people that we never get to know never their stories are never told because freak accident when they're at a developmental stage that could have put their whole life trajectory in a different state so yeah that's shitty what are you most excited for now if you had a extrapolate out the next three to five years i know we in our art iron council sometimes we build battle plans and vision statements and and things it's just about self-development like you said becoming better so what's your kind of vision if you had to put that into words of what your next idealized three to five years would look like here um how it's gonna be big man yeah yeah it's it's gonna be big it's gonna be i've always known i've had this real good inside of me Mm -hmm. um I just never knew how to get it completely out. And I'm right. still getting, learning how to get it out. Because okay. again, without any mentors, guides, big brothers, life coaches, you know, I stayed shitty for so long mm. that it took me until probably like 35 to start getting it, getting better. Okay. You know, again, I'm just lucky to be alive. Yeah. Keeping it real. Um, But yeah, it's, it's all coming now. Now that I have the IC, dude, I have things coming up. Um, I just cashed out my 401k. Okay. Took 200, $250,000. Nice. You went to Vegas? Nah. It's going to be, it's going to be Put big. it on black. Let's Get go. out of here. Yeah. No, not a gambling man. That's good. You're smart. Yeah. Paid yeah. fucking $75,000 in taxes, but my boy's like, dude, you're good. Yeah. Just keep going. So I gave my, my best friend 150,000 cash. Wow. He's he a good friend. He put 130 in cash and we're in the stock market right now okay um, he's like rob you'll be making 500 hours a month cash starting july 1st and it'll continue to grow every six months he nice. goes, give me like two and a half three years we'll be both be millionaires okay he goes all you're gonna do is collect money you're that's it there you go So as that grows i'm gonna stop doing you know it i'm an it guy i'll mm-hmm. probably stop doing that I'll focus more on becoming a life coach, mentor, healer, guide, yeah. big brother. That that side of it, because having such a fucked up life, again, you're fucked up and my fucked up are very different. Right. So for me, um, my goal is, man, I told him we're not going to have any money in the bank. I'm not. I'm going to probably build as many boys and girls clubs or... Mm-hmm. Uh, in, environments or, or or stadiums, whatever you want to call it for kids just to be the best they can be mm-hmm. and have that upper hand in life, having a proper adult, big brother, mm-hmm. someone. I don't know how what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it, but I need to do it, not anybody else. Like, I don't want anyone near my, near any of these kids. Like, I don't, you know. Yeah. You don't trust anybody, dude. Yeah. That's going to be one of my biggest challenges. Um, but that's the goal, man, is to, is to be life coach, mentor, guide, healer, et cetera. Okay. So. It's a nice job title. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. It's real crazy shit. Um, as a little boy, I had my palm read and I'll never forget it. And the, mm-hmm. the guy's like, Rob, what told my mom? You're the most powerful person I've ever met on this planet your words can rule the world Mm, mm. and then every psychic or medium that i've met that you know a good one like takes a good year to see her she's like rob 
you are the most powerful person I've ever met. And I always have the highest angel on me, the Metatron right. angel, full time. He's like, I never see the angel. It's always with you. Huh. So she's like, dude, you're one of the most powerful motherfuckers alive. Physically. Damn. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be big, brother. Yeah. Touch a minimum, minimum hundred million people. Hundred mil. Hundred mil. No. That's a hell of a goal. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The goal may be one bill, infinite, the whole planet. Yeah. We'll see how far we go. Do you think, I guess, speaking about that, how far do you think the human species can potentially go? Do you think we're going to spread out among the stars one day? Do you think, how far do you think this, this thing can run this game? Man. After COVID brother, anything can happen. Right. You can have, I'm still waiting on the aliens. (laughs) That's a fact. Those are coming. There's all that that's footage, right, of, of stuff coming out. Yeah. So I don't know how much of that's real or Chinese what, balloon. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. If any anybody believes, again, let's start over. I was wiping my credit cards during COVID. Mm. I was wiping my shit. I didn't know. Yeah. They, they, capital they, I don't know who that they is, but right. those motherfuckers really set something big in your mind mm. to destroy everything and it worked right and then eventually i was like dude this is a load of shit and mm. as you paid more attention to it and more and more shit came out black Lives matter they mm. the supposed when they killed george floyd they weren't they weren't even stepping on his fucking neck dude all mm. the pressure was on his other knee okay. and it was staged and the camera was in the right spot dude we can go about this for for probably hours on sure. the bullshit of the black lives matter um, and again, I'm not racist, dude. Both of my best friends that are my brothers are black. Sure. So, okay. And I think, and I think everyone is a little racist, dude. It's, and that's normal. Yeah, that's a human thing. There's always some dividing line, whether it's race or eye color, hair color. I mean, we're petty like that. So. Yeah, of course, that's normal. That's a 100 percent fact. Yeah. Do I do I know where the the we're gonna go in this world, dude? Who the fuck knows, man? At this mm. rate, because there's nothing to. There's nothing real anymore. Mm, what Everything do you mean? Is a lie. Well, dude, even the election was rigged. Oh, okay. Start that shit. There's not one Biden sign I've seen. Mm. Maybe one car, car uh, sticker on the car. Okay. So you where I live? You leave where I live? You drive like an hour or two. Right. Guns and smoke everywhere. So that yeah. shit was rigged. That was rigged. COVID was rigged, Black Lives Matter, mm. George Floyd. You want to keep going, dude? It's a load of shit. And I'll tell anybody to their face, I don't give a fuck who it is. Right. It is. It is. If if you were the, the president during COVID, how do you think you would have responded differently? Anything, any actions you would have taken or policies you would have implemented if you were the oh, supreme man. leader? Yeah. The problem was, I think, I think that I really think that Trump saw through the bullshit. Mm. Again, I think he's a total asshole. His, right. his mouth sucks. But now we have this fucktard in there that's letting 10,000 people across the border every day. So when the election comes in 2024, you better put your seatbelt on, Tyler. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck's coming. I can't coming, believe dude. I can't believe Biden's running again. I mean, what there there should be an upper limit, right? What why are there 80-year-olds running for president? I don't get it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I would vote for a 22-year-old fucking transvestite at this point. Me too. I'll not take not that. against it. Keeping I'll it real. That. Right. You can be handicapped. You can be fucking transvestite. You can yeah. be whatever you want to call yourself. I'll vote for you. 
Anything is better than what we got at the moment. I fully support oh, that. Yeah, we're in a man, we're in a bad spot. Yeah, do you have any we're political in a bad spot, man? Any? Do you have any political ambitions yourself? It sounds like you could touch a lot of lives, if in office of some kind. I don't know. Nah, or, I don't play that. I'm not. You want to do the community game. thing? Yeah. Yeah, there's no political bullshit for me, man. I'm okay. I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Okay. And what happens is people don't like facts or truth, mm. so most candies get in a fucking bunch. And right. you say something factual or a truth, you know, if I walk in the room, Tyler, right now, and there's a blood, a knife in your hand with blood and the body's on the ground, it's only you mm. two who killed that person. Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. it. You right. did. You did. So I'm going to say you did. Exactly. But someone will defend you to the edge of the earth mm. and you'll get off. When do you think the so, breakdown of facts kind of started in society? Has that been a longstanding thing, or is that mostly just like an internet phenomenon? Do you have any idea? Facts? When, when like truth started becoming irrelevant almost? So? Oh, I don't know, man. I think I think the real problem is let's keep it real. Social media. Once social mm -hmm. media started, okay. facts, truth, fiction, nonfiction, whatever you want to call it, right. you know, fantasy land. Dude, I'm right now I'm single. And I'm trying to find chicks on Hinge. Okay. I'm single six months, you know, I, 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 on my time. I wanted to make time for myself. I have had sex in six months. I haven't had, I've had one date in six months. Okay. And, and I'm loving it, keeping it real. Okay. Because sex was always a problem for me, mm. right? Being abused, I probably fucked. No. <laughs> I've done some, I've done, uh, I probably had sex too many times with sure. too many different women because of the wrong reasons because that was my go-to right right so every you know as i get older i was i've been single for six months even before yeah. that i was in a relationship for three years we didn't have sex for like the first month dude because i wanted to get to know the girl huh? um respect but now you know what i'm getting back to is you go on the app and dude 99 of the women have a filter on and i'm like mm. dude, that's not even you Right, right. So that's where a lot of yeah. the facts and the bullshit came from, from social media. Because everyone media. portrays their life on social media like, oh right. my God, look at my life. We all have matching Christmas pajamas. Meanwhile, you're sucking the mailman's dick and, and, mm. he, and he's fucking his secretary. And everything's yeah. great for Christmas. That's right. That's facts so, right there. Amen to that. I love Those it. are the facts. And, and, and me, I'm such an right. asshole. I, right. I post that shit on Facebook. Yeah. I will post that saying, oh... You know, you all cheated on yourself all year, but now you're mm. matching your pajamas on. Mm. And I get no likes. Yeah. The cold but hard facts. Facts. When do you think so you stopped believing? Or how long did you believe in Santa yourself? Do you remember? Oh, shit. When did Again, my brother occur? fucked that one up. Oh, he did? Oh, your brother yeah, fucked we, everything up. He fucked up everything, dude. My brother fucked up wow. everything. Wow. Um, I don't know. I was probably eight. We would go in my parents' room and all of a sudden there's bags. He's like, yeah. let's look through the bags. Let's look through the bags. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, dude, those are the Christmas presents. There's no Santa asshole. And I'm like, wow. all right, let's look through the gifts. Right, right, right. right. Easter Bunny, same shit. Oh, oh, you know, Tooth Fairy. Right. I know. He fucked up everything. I don't he know. As a, as a parent, how do you kind of relate for your child then? do you Did you do the Tooth Fairy thing? What was your take on all that what? traditional stuff? What brother? No, nah, you Dude, didn't we do were, none, none of that. Let me tell you something. We've been split since he's nine months old. Okay. And no one needs to know why I left. Right. I left because there was a situation that was not healthy for us. Okay. I left, dude. 
Are you kidding me, boy? I took that boy the first weekend. He was in the, he was in the carrier. Mm. Still drinking milk out of the powdered milk, not even walking, dude. Right. I took milk every other weekend. Yeah. And once or twice a week by myself because I have no fucking family. I have no friends. I have nothing here. Right. So I called my parents. I said, well, I'm getting divorced. What do I do? I don't know. Figure this shit out. We've never done it. Mm. Bye. Mm. So I raised a baby, dude, 50% when he was nine months old. Taught him wow. how to walk, ride a bike, swim. Oh, I mean, baseball. Dude, I, my, yeah. my, I shaved. I chipped my beard up today. I got too okay. short. It's really yeah. super funny. But um, from the stress. But, dude, no way, man. I did Christmas. I did Easter, buddy. I took mm. that shit. He might have been. God damn, he might have been ten years old. He still believes, I think, and maybe. Shit, I still get. I still got him a fucking Easter basket this nice. year. Nice, that's a good dad right there. Fuck Father's yeah, Day man. is coming Easter up. Basket. Twelve days. All of it. Day. All of it. That's I made good. sure his first tooth that came out, I ripped it out of my house. Mm. It was hanging, and I'm like, don't let that thing fucking fall out. Right, right, right. Yeah, I ripped it out. That that's nice. in my safe, dude. That's so yeah, I am the fucking shit when it comes to being a dad. Mm-hmm. You grab my it. cell phone right now and call anyone on my phone. Right, like, wow, you are the fucking best dad ever. I love that. Yeah, you, had a, you had to fucking reinvent the wheel. It sounds like because you didn't have any good role models, so you had to do that all by yourself. So that's that yeah. is something for sure. Like um, no family, dude. My sister lives in Florida for the last twenty years. Right, I have two nephews in Florida. You know brother's piece of shit mm. mom's a piece of shit hasn't seen my son ever not even on a video and he's almost 14 wow my dad fucking thank god he died during covid oh wow um, okay thank the fucking lord because that man finally has a day of peace in his life because mm. he had no backbone he would come home and what the fuck what's my shit plan so there was um, no reconciliation between you two before he died at all? No deathbed, anything? My sister wanted me to do it. I said, fuck him. Mm. Nah, bro. I, I I don't know if it's a grudge or, or whatever. I don't know what you want to call things in life, man. Forgive and forget bullshit. Fuck mm. you. You weren't there. I'm not forgiving you ever. Mm. You know, you want to yeah. be a piece of shit for 10 years and then change your life around for the next 10? Dude, I'll forget about those 10. Okay. But don't think I'm going to come crawling back to your ass when you fucked up this whole time. Like my dad went to die. Mm. And my sister was like, dude, you have to go. And I'm like, nope, I'll see him in heaven. Mm. Okay. But I was so grateful for him to die, dude. Keeping it real. Because right. the man finally had peace with himself, you know, not being, you know, bossed around by my mother or treated like shit by my brother. Um, you know, so I was grateful. I'm telling you, I cried, dude. I was happy as mm. fuck. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm praying for that call. My mom dies. Yeah. My brother dies. I'm fucking praying, dude. I'm praying. I have I have visions of them him him killing her and then killing himself. Do you think that kind of messes you up a little bit, having that anger in you, or is that something you're is okay with? I I don't know what you would call it. I don't know. Relief. It, almost? The question is, is it anger? I don't know. Yeah. Like you don't get over it, so you don't ever get over it. Yeah. Because there's still a lot. Sure. But like my dad, dude, when he died, I haven't thought I thought about him maybe once in the last two, three years. Like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. So I don't know if that's good or bad, or just he served no purpose. Okay. Um so I even can... want to change my name, dude. I want to lose like... my last name, Garuffalo. Yeah. Is that Italian? Where is that from? Garuffalo? Yeah, it's Italian, it means carnation. Oh. Okay. That's my dad's name, but you know, it didn't serve a purpose, man. So I'm debating to change my name. So 
My name is Robert John Garofalo. Okay. Yeah. And I'm debating to change it to Robert P. John. Robert P. John. What's the P's name for? Halidi. That was that's my grandfather's last name. But oh, I wouldn't man. really tell anyone what the P is. I would be like, Ooh, yeah. it's more of a family. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's yeah. Just smooth. My brother, yeah. when I write my book on my story, it's look up Robert P. John. Robert P. John. <laughs> Robert Garofalo. Robert Garofalo. It's fucking right. angry. It is. Italians. Robert they gotta you gotta use the hands. It's like fettuccine. Yeah. And then you gotta the Garofalo. It's like are you yeah. it's like Jimmy Garoppolo. It's almost like that, you know. Quarterback yeah. for so when, 49. So when you write the book, I want it to be smooth, man. You know, Robert P. Yeah. John. People need to go by that more, you know, like Booker T. Washington. People used to do that, you know, like it was like Tyler A. Smith. They used to do that in the past. Yeah. Now people don't. Smooth, man. It's smooth. Smooth. I like it. It it brings more of a character to yourself. Right. Like Robert John. Robert John. Hey, go go check out the new country music by Robert John. Right. It does sound like a country artist. Yeah. I just bought a guitar. That's one Did of my you? visions is going to play. Uh, yeah, I'm going to learn how to sing country music, man. Wow. Okay. Never nice. played a guitar in my life, but. Never too it's old on. for I that. Got, I got big dreams, baby. I got big dreams. Yeah. I was going to say, you could be like a actor with that name. You could be like a James Bond. You could be a guitarist. You could be anything with Robert yeah, P. Man. John. Yeah. That's a name right there. Have you yes, ever. Have, so have you written anything down yet or are you going to wait for that as it kind of unfolds for the memoir? When's that going to drop? I don't know, man. No, that that's so the book has been a thought. Yeah, it's always been a thought for years because I'm like, I just want people to realize that it's OK because one in six men factually are abused. Right. Okay. And one in six men and all those men mm-hmm. don't talk about it. No. Yeah. So, I want my story out there so big that I want everyone to know it because dude, like I'll talk to anybody, man. I'll make you better. Even right. in my current life, like a stranger, a coworker, a family member, anyone, dude, I will help you. It, right. my, my knowledge, my experience, my power, my energy is free. Let me help you. Mm. I'll give you everything you need, but that's it. Mm. Fuck you. If you don't want it. Fuck you now. Okay. But yeah, I'll take you to that level, man. I'll take you to that level, dude. I've I've changed a lot of lives, man. I've changed a lot of lives. I mean, I walked into the pizzeria last month and the guy's like, oh my God, it's you, it's you. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> aren't you friends with Sean? Aren't you friends with Sean Gianni's dad? I'm like, yeah. Right. He's like, oh shit. He goes, you're the one that was telling about all the supplements and, and helping him out. And dude, now he's no longer fucking, you know, pre-prostate. Mm, okay. So he's like, there's so many people I've touched, dude, that I don't even know. Right, right. That's so incredible. That's, now we need to figure out how to get it out there. Right. I just, again, I just don't know what to do. It's going to take me a couple of years, I think. Mm. Um, once, that, once that money comes in from my best friend, James, right. that will really let me have the time to, to, to decide what and how to do it mm-hmm. right now i just gotta work man i live in a one-bedroom apartment dude i sleep in the fucking living room okay right on a pull-out on a pull-out bed because why am i gonna go get a two-bedroom for another 800 dollars a month yeah no you got a plan just you got sleep. a master plan oh it's on yeah so, and then the book is gonna be called next level Ooh. it's always what it's been it's been next level but yeah it came to me when i first joined the iron council dude okay ready yeah next level 
the level you never saw coming. Hell yeah. I like that. You need it's like out of nowhere. Yeah. It punched me right in the face. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, the man. name right there. Yeah. That's the name. Okay. And I started to write, I started to write the chapters down of again, it right. was just bullet pointing. I mean, I have no idea. Mm. Um I may have to do like trip out and mushrooms or something to get me to like yeah. the real. So when I first joined the Iron Council, dude, I started some meditation. I started some podcasting and something in my brain, whether it was a serotonin flushed mm. or something mega happened. Dude, I did a couple cries that came from the fucking tips of my toenails through the top of my head. I was screaming mm. like normal cries like Ooh. sure. This was ah, this is like ah. psychedelic peyote stuff. Dude, it was fucking crazy. It was like 10 right. minutes, it felt like. Right. And all my serotonin got released. I thought I was on like 100 ecstasy pills and 100 joints at once. Wow. Dude, it was mind-blowing. It wow. was the clearest I've ever been in 47 years. And Jeez. it all came to me. Okay. But the problem is now... I guess the serotonin level built back up. So I have to figure out how to flush that again to get mm. those feelings back out. Okay. And that's what the ultimate change was in my life. Actually, let's rewind, Tyler. Mm -hmm. When I was 23 years old, I was a fucking bomb. My boy's like, dude, let's do some ecstasy. And I'm like, I'm scared as fuck. I would never have. I've had offered acid, ecstasy, mescaline, mm. all of it. I'm like, nah, dude, my brother's an addict. I, I'm afraid. So we did ecstasy, man. That motherfucker lasted three weeks. Wow. Dude, I was so fucking high. I was like, I told my best friend about all my dirty secrets that I had about being abused and all the bad shit. And I literally kissed the ground for three weeks straight every mm. day I woke up. And then wow. eventually I went back to the bomb. Jeez. And that's when I started therapy. I did therapy for three years. Paid for that shit on my own. 75 hours a week. Mm. she put me on medicine um the medicine made my brain crazier so sometimes when you're fucking hyper dude they give you medicine to make it even faster to slow it down mm. you ever hear that sounds weird to me but i don't know yeah dude they speed you up wow so the therapist took all took away all my anger and mm. my hurt and left me with zero feelings dude i didn't know how to be happy i didn't know how to cry i didn't know how to do anything so that I struggled for in my late twenties, just mm -hmm. trying to figure out like how to get up every day. Um, but B bumping up on the four minute mark here. So if there's anything else, uh, wisdom you'd like to impart to the audience or anything else in the last couple minutes here, I always like ending with, if you could ask a stranger, any question, nothing was off limits, too superficial or deep. What would you ask about your fellow human? What would you want to know about them? But you can think about that what now. Just if you, what do you mean? If you pick somebody off the street and you could ask them oh. any question, what would you want to know about them? Oh, shit. Yeah. Tell me your story. Ooh, the story's a great one. I always like that. Tell me, tell me from zero yeah. to eight. Tell mm. me your life from zero to eight. Zero, why that time frame? Do you think because it's so formative? Time frame, it's a mindset. I think your, your brain mm. works and your emotions and you are being nurtured. Yeah. And from zero to eight. If you can break into that zero to eight window with someone yeah, and they chop that up and break that up, dude, they will be the best motherfucking version they can be because they will kill those roots and yeah. they will grow and be the best they can be. 
get to those motherfucking roots. Okay. Facts. I like get that. Get to the roots. Zero to Kill eight. the roots, dude. Life is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get the weed whacker. What is your life story? That's my that's my yeah. that's my question. Right. Right. You know, right. and most people won't tell you. No. And that's yeah, okay. That's fair. Maybe it's not ready for them to be shared yet. I don't know what it is, but I try to be an open book. So when people I respect the, the attitude of you, you know, some random guy on a, a podcast or a job or a iron council board or whatever, a forum yeah. asked to be on a podcast. You, you know, he kind of jumped at the calling. So I respect that. That's kind of how I like to live my life too. appreciate the randomness of life and the interactions that you can have. You never know where it's going to lead. Right. So hopefully this is part of your stepping stone to get to that 1 million, 10 million, hundred million mark. Right. Just one, one more oh, yeah. day towards that. So that's what, Hopefully my gift to you can be, but uh, coming, no, it's coming. I really appreciate you, Rob. Of no, course, yeah, brother. And I'll leave you with this: the shit's gonna yeah. get crazy. Because my brother, my brother Eric, is now doing. We're gonna get into a weekly four to six hour bicker and banter for for oh. four to six hours. He's doing a setup. I'm doing a setup. Okay. His godson, who's like Mister Wizard with the internet, with all like views and clicks and knows everything he's like right. rob you and eric show up and we're going to be fucking stacked with money love it we'll just talk about everything like we did today yeah and people like drama dude look at the kardashians those fucking whores mm -hmm. are worth billions of dollars right bruce caitlin jenner wins man woman of the year right and it all started from the father defending oj simpson mm -hmm. to a sex tape to these pieces of shit that yeah. are the biggest piece of shit on the face of the earth, and they're worth billions. Got that cash. Just imagine people like people like the bicker, yeah, and the, banter and the bullshit. So if we can just talk shit, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So I'll probably have two shows, maybe like something like that. It's gonna be called like the Black and White Theory, mm -hmm. um, and then there's gonna be another one for podcasting, motivational love, support, etc. So love it. That's the story, brother. On that note, brother, we'll sign yeah, off brother. here. I appreciate the time for talking to me, to everybody yeah, out brother. there listening. I thank you for your support. This is Tyler telling yeah, you to go talk to a stranger. Peace.